0: Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 145, Be Your Greatest Part 2. Time camping and working intensely on my magic circle, Casa, has kept me away from electronics for a time, my own form of digital detox. My apologies to my faithful listeners who have been deprived of my musings for a few weeks. Stargazing, cloud watching, tree staring river peering, fire contemplating, all have their own rhythms and gifts, and we were blessed with good weather, although getting cold at night above 8,000 feet. As I mull over the ebb and flow, twists and turns, ups and downs, sunshine and clouds, nooks and crannies, lemons and lemonade of my mind, I mostly enjoy the playhouse of my own recreational neurochemistry, especially during what has been termed the omni-crisis of covid through which we have all seen the stark reality of our societal failings and vulnerabilities, the many diverse aspects of suffering everywhere that continue to polarize rather than connect us. Taking time and space for deep immersion in both the pulchritudinous bounty of nature and the creative musing it stimulates reminds me that always, always, I have only partial awareness, not a totality of understanding. Aldous Huxley wrote, quote, Knowledge is acquired when we succeed in fitting a new experience into the system of concepts based upon our old experiences. Understanding, as opposed to knowledge, comes when we liberate ourselves from the old and so make possible a direct, unmediated contact with the new, the mystery, moment by moment of our existence, end quote. Part of the success of our species has clearly been the transmissibility of concepts. Each unit of knowledge, if you will, can be passed between people via words, writings, or drawings. But the understanding that Huxley speaks of is more intimate and subjective, obtained only when I am capable of suspending my perceptive prisons, and can be fully immersed in the immediacy of the present moment's teachings and guidance. Last time, I discussed the notion of using the four parameters of fitness, strength, endurance, flexibility, and balance, and applying them to other windows on the world beyond the physical. In the mental realm, strength seems easily equated with concentration, the sharp, clear edge so easily dulled by electronic multitasking and the busy, busy, hurry, hurry of our modern-day ethos. Concentration is our capacity to direct and focus our attention. For me, it is very much like a muscle that needs constant toning. Alfred Richard Orage, a disciple of Gurdjieff, wrote a very interesting tome way back in 1930, entitled Psychological Exercises and Essays, in which he provides a series of exercises to increase concentration. Counting backwards by threes or fours from a hundred is a simple example. He also rants on a variety of topics related to mental functioning, how to learn to think, how to learn to observe, how not to be bored, and a personal favorite, doing as one likes, in which he explores the nature and heredity versus nurture and sociology dilemma. The quality of our attention might also relate to strength and our ability to stick with an issue, engaging problem-solving mode. Flexibility is, <clears throat> involves expanding one's perspective, taking an eagle-eye view of what is unfolding. It is an inherent quality of mind because of the brain's neuroplasticity and ongoing ability to learn and repair. Endurance relates to the stick to required for any creative endeavor, as it cycles between the egg or idea stage to the larval exploration phase to the cocoon stage of development and ripening, to the final butterfly birth stage of sharing with the world. The urge to transform functional items into works of aesthetic value emerged as part of a community's close intimacy with nature, changing rhythms of day and night, seasons, and life cycles. From basket-making to pottery, exquisite jewelry to colorful clothing, fine furniture to noble tools of the trade, musical instruments to object d'art, Humans in every culture have married beauty to functionality, adornment to enriching the human spirit. Creativity is a natural human phenomena flowering of basic needs to imagine, express, and manifest. Brainstorming alone with a self-created cast of characters offering ideas is fun and good practice. What might a banker, fisherman, and a five-year-old have to suggest? Mind map and clustering are other tools to play with, as is the wonderful book entitled Astonish Yourself, which is filled with explorations such as shower with eyes closed, be and embody a particular animal, or examine an old familiar object for five minutes to see the new in it. Balance, the final fitness element, can be promoted by any form of meditation and a practice I created that I call Thought Stream Shift. This is simply being aware that we are on one of our traditional thought freight trains, the endlessly repetitive same concepts that we recycle over and over, like those long supply trains we have out west that go on and on for miles. Too much figure-it-out energy clearly can become obsessive and not helpful, and in fact closes the door to my intuition. Once I am aware I am traveling that way again, I can consciously direct my mental thought stream train into a different station of appreciation for what is happening right here and now. Presence is the essence of patience, supported by compassion and loving kindness towards the situation, a willingness to stay with what is rather than demanding what I want it to be. I believe that practicing that regularly, along with any favorite form of meditation to just observe and thus calm the wild horse of mind, promotes mental balance. Again, I find this idea of utilizing the template of the traditional aspects of fitness for the mental, emotional, and spiritual realms to be quite engaging. Onward through the fog to being my amazing best me. Thanks as always for listening, and remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.